That sound means it's another Game for a Movie podcast, episode 11. Hey! Woo! Right? What? We are well into the double digits. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. We're, kind we're of. one well, more well into well the double yes. digits. Yes! yes. One more. Right. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am your host, Mikey Tank. I am joined today by, we'll go around this way because oh, we'll introduce our oh, special guest. Swerve around. Well, yeah. hi, I'm Andre Bellinger. I'm Mitchell Clements. And our special guest tonight... It's Claire! Yay! Yay! We'll continue to go this way around like we normally do, but okay. it's just kind of... It was better because mm-hmm. she's a special get, guest. Get the rotating chair in I'm here. I'm special. Yeah. yeah, we got the rotating chair because... Yes, you are. <laughs> Thanks, T-Dog's still a mystery. No one knows. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are we going to play Worst T-Dog? <laughs> no, because we don't know where T-Dog is. We can play Worst T-Dog. Are we sure that Claire is not T-Dog in disguise? Still not sure, but pretty confident. Right. Okay. I have no I, idea. I would guess no. I have no idea what T-Dog looks like, so I can't confirm or deny. T-Dog has definitely shown up as a girl before, so yeah. I feel, <laughs> I feel like Claire being T-Dog is not out of the question. Mm. But I mean, you, it could be. Part of the mystery, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. You know what's She's not a mystery? Nice. <laughs> too nice. You know what is not a mystery? Huh. What we're drinking tonight? Oh that's yeah, true. let's chill. Uh, so we've got. I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Oh, we've got Thomas Hooker, no filter IPA. Yes, Mitchell and I are both drinking some of that. We've mm. got the Corona Refrescas. Mm. Yeah, I'm drinking Shucks. the coconut lime one. Surprisingly good. Like, better than expected. Probably would kill me. Expensive. Yeah, would kill you. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, I'm allergic to coconut, so... He's gonna uh, die, probably. I'm probably gonna die. Uh, (laughs) And I am drinking a Shebin uh, John Beer. It's like John Deere, but John Beer. Oh, I see what you did there. Wow. 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 Tall boy, nice and and smooth. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice cold one. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Oh, wow. you're giving him stars? Wow. We're I was going to get I was going to get half a pin. Half a pin. Okay, half great. Pin. He showed yep. up. Yeah, he showed up. He, he showed, showed up. up. He showed it's up. hard. He's it's really hard to show for bowling. And you had the split. Yeah. That's yeah. him. The 7-10 yeah. split. I just yeah. love the fact that we're like shitting on him. And he's we not going to hear it. He's no, not. No, T Dog is a subscriber, but not a listener. Yes. He's a, he's the rest of us are listen, he right? Uh, I, I, do. I do. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah I okay. kind of skip over my part. Dude, I'm so narcissistic. I, I love to. hearing myself talk, so I just listen to it. Yeah. I listen to you guys all the time. I listen. Oh, I listen like three times because I have to edit it once. Yeah. And make sure that I didn't make a mistake. And then, yeah. It's all good. Yeah. But, all right, we'll jump into some actual movies. Um, also, a point was brought up, because I'm going to talk about Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm. We're going to rank our favorite live-action Spider-Men. Uh, oh, so Into the Spider-Verse is not in the Into the Spider-Verse is not. No, that would, would have been on top for I mean, me. That would have been number one for me. Yeah. I think it would have been number one for me, too. Okay. And I think that's why we ruled it out. Yes. Yes. Because it's, it's, its own thing. It's so good. Everybody speaks very highly of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we are going to talk about Spider-Man Far From Home first. Has everybody seen it that wants to see it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Spoilers so we're, ahead. We're, we're diving always, into spoilers. Yes. As awesome always, spoilers, spoilers ahead. Uh, this might have been my favorite Spider-Man mm. live action at least. Okay. I want to hear why. Yes. Yes. Because I enjoyed it. Well, I, yeah, I, I what, with it. what yeah. I will say is, I was in a very good mood for this, so mm. it may just have hit me in the right mood. Oh, what sure. did you do? Do you go for a workout before? Or you're just yeah, right. Feel the like What did we do? I don't know. For some reason, though, I was just in an like extra good mood, and it was everything a nice about it. day. It was yeah. a beautiful day, guys. And I think one of the things too is Mysterio is one of my favorite bad guys, and I okay. think yeah. so for the most part they nailed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would 100% agree. I love Jake The only thing I had a problem with is the long monologue in the middle of the movie where he's, like, explaining... The exposition dump? Yeah, the exposition dump where he's just like, yeah, he called my machine fart. Barf. 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 Sorry, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I kind of liked how they leaned into that a little bit because it was so blatantly expositional that it's just... It was so... Tongue in cheek's not the right word for it, but you could tell he was, like, chewing it in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. And, I mean, it's fine and everything like that, sure. but it just, it dragged a little too long. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was the only part where I was sitting there like, okay, come on. Like, yeah. Mm. Let's let's get this rolling. Mm. I understand. You were duped by Tony Stark. Okay. I get your motivation. And that's what I like about these Spider-Man movies in the MCU. All of the villains so far have felt reasonable reasons why they are villains. Yeah. Vulture was very well done in Homecoming. Mysterio is very well done in Far From Home. The villains in these movies are what I think is best about these movies so far. Mm. Um, and what I do, what I like a lot, because mm-hmm. they're obviously double downing on the relationship between Iron Man and Spider Man in yeah. these films, mm-hmm. and the villains are all products of consequences from Iron Man's actions. Right, and they make that direct thing so it challenges Peter, you know, maybe on a subconscious level to confront. Okay, my mentor, and now my fallen legend idol person yep yeah um, and like it, it was not the most perfect person you know yeah definitely so. and, like, and that's exactly it and this movie dealt like dealt with a lot of i've got to take over for my mentor now like i'm not ready for it that kind of stuff coming of age almost hmm. um well didn't they kind of talk about it didn't happy mm-hmm. kind of talk about it yeah. towards the end oh, yeah. about yep. how you know in case iron you missed man it is, they definitely yeah. told you at the end yeah right. like iron man is not he was not perfect <laughs> right Tony exactly. Stark is not perfect yep. they hit on that for sure and can we just talk about happy the last two mcu movies 
Dude, I love he's Happy. had he's such a great. small role in both of them. Like he's still a part, but he's a smaller role. Yeah, and he just has these moments that are just like, yeah, he's the comic relief. But he has these moments that are just absolutely touching. When yeah. he was with Tony Stark's daughter in Endgame and like the hamburger line, yeah, the hamburger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was great. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Yes. I, and I love how they're playing with these established Marvel characters. Like I like the yeah. fact that like Aunt May and Happy are like sort of dating slash seeing each other slash whatever. Like, yeah, that, that, is that plays funny. like it's pretty funny. Exactly. Yeah. Like the yeah, I don't know. I like when they have fun with the characters. I guess, right. So. And exactly. I love how when Happy's not on screen, he's out directing Lion King and yeah. Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Right. Casually. Yeah, totally. <laughs> casually on the side. Perfectly Making because he can do what he wants to do and then also be in movies. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's I, that's definitely part of the reason why I love this movie. And Mysterio okay. was so well done. Jake Gyllenhaal, I I like him as an actor. Um, I won't say love because I've seen him in some real stinkers too. But yeah, there are some it's things. Been a while I, since I he's will. Been s- out. Yeah. I will say that a lot of stinkers that he's in isn't because of him. Yeah, you know and it's right? not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and one of the things I will say. He nailed the role in Nightcrawler, for example. Yes. Right. But I hated that movie because yeah. it just made me feel so sleazy and like yeah, gross at the end of it. Mission accomplished in some way. Exactly, right? and that's but, yeah. exactly what they're shooting for. But yeah. it's not because of him. He yeah. played the part perfectly. Yeah. No. Like, well, I think I would say he kind of channeled that energy a little bit. He plays the neurotic, yeah. like you know, character really, really well. Yeah. And I really liked seeing that from him, especially yeah. when he was interacting with his uh, I don't know what to call him, his cohorts, his cast, I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like his yeah. team. So yeah. And let's get to it. Um, another reason why this movie was great for me. The mid credit scene. Oh my gosh. That was so... Mm. So there are two post credit scenes. Two talking about the first I'm talking about the first one. The second one was alright. Fine. It's, That's like greater implications yeah, for the yeah, wider yeah, universe. And like yeah. it, it affects the universe, that kind of stuff. Wait, can we go over the second... I remember the first one, but what was the second one? The second one, one was um, basically we learned that... Um, what are they? Scroll? The scroll. Oh, scroll. right, 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 right. Yeah. The yeah. scrolls were Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah. Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Maria which is Hill why they were both scrolls. That's why they were both yeah. super dumb. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes, I forgot. That's right. And it actually kind of works now that you look back. Sure. Because you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. A lot of now. this movie works in retrospect, which I want to tap on as, as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. once you go back, it's kind of when you're watching it, you're just like, all right, why is. Why is Nick Fury so gullible? Why is he buying this stuff? Hulk Lion Sinker. Yeah. And so that's that's part of it too, but I wanted to get back to the mid credit one. Oh yeah, Jay Jonah Jameson is back. Yes, J.K. And Simmons as J.K. And Crucial. couldn't be anybody better. So they just said we're gonna go back with it. Yeah, I love the fact that they. Yeah, like I was because. I was of the mind that I didn't want J. Jonah Jameson in the MCU because I didn't want to have to deal with a recast, right? right. Because he's yeah. such... Yeah, but they... And they also weirdly took a lot... Not... I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say, like, they copied from the game or whatever, but, like, he has a very similar role that he game. did yeah, from, yeah. from the PS4 game where yeah. J. 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 Jonah Jameson's now part of, like, a... Kind of, like, a conspiracy podcast. InfoWars kind Info of Wars as yeah. Alex Jones-esque figure now, yeah. which really fits, I think. Did so. J.K. do the voice in the game, too? No. Do we know? It's a different okay, guy. A different yeah, guy. Yeah. He, he almost nailed it, but he wasn't... Yeah, like, yeah. He, you could definitely go and tell he was going for that voice. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, that whole thing, plus the fact that Spider-Man's identity is revealed, like, it, it was... To it the was world. To the world. Yeah, to the yeah. world. Well, yeah. And I feel like we always run into a story with, like, I feel like there's a ton of Spider-Man stories in the comic books where he has to deal with when this, this, the city of New York is against him or whatever, right. you know, so yep. I'm excited to see that in film. And, like, it, it, it um, what John Watts, the director, has said mm. is that he is shooting to add Craven the Hunter, yep. which I think is oh. a perfect fit for it because now he knows 
Peter Parker and Spider-Man. He knows to follow both of them kind of thing if he's going to somehow lead a normal life, which he probably won't. Yeah, right. Um, but it's just one of those things where Craven the Hunter could be very well done again. Like, a, another bad guy that's kind of, like, off the beaten path a little bit. Definitely, yeah. yeah. A so, little lesser known, lesser, like, less flashy. Right? Exactly. So, like, he's, yeah. what his job is, is he's a hunter. Yeah. yeah. You know? And well, he just... I'll say this, all these villains, even though we're talking Sinister Six level guys with Vulture, mm-hmm. and then Craven as well later on in a different version, but, um... Mysterio's kind of like a B plus level villain, Definitely. you yeah. know. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that he worked so well, Vulture worked very well for right. the last one. Um, These are very goofy villains that they've made yeah. kind of work. Well, they've they've resisted Definitely. the temptation just to go back to the wall and be like, oh, let's bring bring Goblin back, you know, Doc like, Ock or Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like Those I still iconic villains, yes. right? And I still think Doc Ock can be brought in, if, especially if they oh, go sure. Sinister Six. And bring Goblin too. I yeah, mean, like, right. If they go Sinister Six route, they can definitely bring these guys in. Especially because yeah. we've seen Electro, we've seen Scorpion. Like, all these guys exist from the first movie. It's almost yeah. kind of the opposite. The, the, almost like the opposite approach that the Amazing Spider-Man yeah. like 2 did, I should say. Because, okay, yeah. like, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was immediately like, alright, we're bringing in Rhino, we're bringing in Electro, and we're bringing in the Hobgoblin bag. You know, right. like, all, like, three at once. You know, and it's These just, ones like, all kind of exist already. Where you don't have to do much of an origin for them. Yeah. And then you can add one character. Like, I, for my Sinister Six movie that I imagine, Rhino's causing trouble. He gets picked up right away. And then they all meet in jail and then decide to break out together, get revenge on Spider-Man together. You know, that kind of stuff. But I will give it uh, 4.5 web shooters out of five. Oh, okay. All right. And I think that's my highest ranking so far. That is your... Wow. That's... I told you guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, the it mind, just... Mine was blown walking out of the theater. Yeah. I, I will yeah. say this, the less you know about who Mysterio is, which I think, Claire, you're probably in that camp. Oh, yeah, I know yes. nothing. So did you, well, so did you see the so, heel turn coming at so all? So Mike kind of had given me a heads up, because I was like, what? I don't know who, you know, who is this Mysterio. Sure. And he's like, he's known for, you know... Illusions. Creating these yeah, illusions. He's bad. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. He's a villain. Don't so, trust this fishbowl. Right. Ass. Don't trust him, basically, is what he oh, said. Oh, yeah. So, I gotcha. And all the previews, you know, it shows him as some, like, oh, he's a great super or whatever yep, yep, he is. Yep. He's like, he's Quentin Beck. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the whole movie, I was, like, waiting for the ball to drop. Then when it dropped, I was like, oh, I just thought it was such a good twist as someone who, like, sure. doesn't know the comics and, like, doesn't right. know yeah. any of that. I thought it was just such a good twist. And then yeah. when it happened, I was like, like the whole bar scene, I was like, "That fucker!" Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Bar scene was really well done. It yeah. was really. It good. was because I was I so confused that for yeah. a second. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. Because you exactly right on. Like you knew it was going to drop. You didn't know when. Yeah. Sure. But how it did, it really like caught me off guard. Like for a split second, I was like, "What the hell is happening?" Right. <laughs> and then I was like, "Ah." Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Like me, I was watching it. These guys are in full uniform still, outside yeah. of their head stuff. And I'm like, how are they not really, like, standing out to any of the other people in the bar? Like, no one's looking I at them. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I'm like, this is so fucking weird. Like, how did they overlook that? No, that's a and great point. It's You're right. like, the, then the reveal happens, and I'm like, oh, okay. This is, like, all mapped out. A lot of the lines that Mysterio was saying, especially early in the movie, I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, 
a fucking cheese fest. Like, yeah, definitely. Uh, you don't want any part of this, which is like in the trailer and all right. that. Yeah, it was all a character. Like yeah, right. he, these were like written and, lines for him to I, say. I love that they got meta with exactly. it, where it was just like he came with this ridiculous story of being from the multiverse because people will eat up anything at this point. I'm like, damn, that, dude, I feel, I feel attacked. That, yeah, me too. <laughs> multiverse blip, like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, 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 right. He's like the Earth six one six. Oh, what, can what someone bullshit. explain something to me about the blip? Okay, yeah. so. The event um, is the blip. Yep. So all the kids, right, um, they were basically evaporated or whatever you want sure, to call yeah, it. Sure, yeah. And then they came back. That one kid who is older now, yeah, so yeah. he did not... He did not get blipped. He did not get blipped. He, did he, not, he no. just grew the one up. Who, you yeah. mean the one who had a crush on... Uh, on, on MJ. On MJ. Yeah. 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 So why is he still in the class with them? Like, that's... So that what, was my question. what they said was basically the school shut down because they didn't know what happened. Oh. And like that, it's it's so that very. That doesn't make sense. Wait, 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 It's it's a oh, very wait, so like. So he was in the same class as them, and like before the blip, and then yeah, stayed in. Yeah, like, yeah. That character is in the previous movie. Yeah. Oh. He was in Homecoming. Right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And so like that's the idea anyway, or. That that was the only thing that. There's two me. explanations that I've seen around because they didn't really explain it. It sure. was that, and then the other explanation was they now go to a charter school. That just has he's not in the same grade as them. It's just this whole school wide trip that oh. had oh. all of these people together, huh. oh. and both really don't. I don't, don't get that. Yeah. Don't yeah. I was it's fine. confused about. The I, I can too. I can forgive the movie for that because it was a good gag of like, oh man, suddenly this guy's a hunk and yeah, yeah, yeah it's funny. I'm like it's it's a it's a nitpick of anything. Sure. Like yeah, you know, and yeah. that's exactly it. It's a nitpick. It's like one of those things where like it just kind of. I don't even think the writers believed it. It was just more so. Oh, right, sure. Let's just gloss yeah, yeah, over yeah. this and make I, it a joke. I gotta say, pivoting a little bit, I gotta give props to the main, the at least the first Mysterio Illusion scene. I thought the the montage of I that. I think that was the yeah. best. That was yeah. the yeah. scene in the movie. That, that yeah. was a highlight of yeah. for of the film. Yeah. Me, oh yeah. Sure. It was it was beautiful. It was really well done. done. Exactly. Yeah. So, it was so. completely disorienting. It does everything that you wanted to do. Exactly. Um, yep. And that's what I was looking for out of a Mysterio fight. Right. And you didn't know he was gonna get hit by a train then too. Yeah. Right, right. And plus the zombie Iron Man with like half skeleton face, mm -hmm. half. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And what I love the most about this this villain in particular, the reinterpretation where the original Mysterio in the comics, he was working in Hollywood as right. a special effects person, and this is like literal smoke and mirrors kind of guy. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, this reinterpretation of the character, it's still a quote unquote filmmaker kind of role. He's almost a director, how he's bossing people around. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Karen, right yes, I that. still need the cape. Yes. Like, yeah. Make yeah. this louder, do this, this. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Make this more dangerous. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Exactly. Like, he, he understands it's more theatrics than anything else. Right. And I thought Jake Gyllenhaal just sunk his teeth in the He that. definitely yeah, did. Was yeah. So yeah. Much he really was. Dude, it's been, it's a trip watching. You, you watch, like, a, you, there's like, I think Vanny Fair did an interview with him or something, but there's like basically, like breaking down the scenes in the trailer and like you can totally tell like the part where he's just bullshitting the part like because they're still ostensibly pretending he's a hero right yeah, so yeah. like he just explains like yeah mysterious this guy from this other dimension this other version of earth and you can just kind of tell like he hams it up a little bit yeah it's yeah. hilarious to watch so all right so yeah, we'll go all right let's give our rankings for it um okay sure so how many? Okay, so what do, what do we have? Are we, we have doing the Spider-Man one through three? Oh, we're yeah. we're ranking our Spider-Man. Oh, yes. Okay, ones. got it. Sam Raimi one. Sam Raimi one. Amazing and one and two. Yeah, and Homecoming, Homecoming far from home. So the rest so seven. seven, seven. Yeah. Seven. Okay. So yeah, solo Spider-Man film. Civil War does not count. Civil War, yeah. I'm not right. counting. No. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, got it. 
I mean, I'm going Amazing Spider-Man 2, 7. Yep. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 1, 6. Uh-huh. And that's tight with Spider-Man 3. Yep. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man 1. So what number is that? 4? Yep. Or, yeah, 4. Okay. Yep. Um, Spider-Man 2. Okay. Homecoming wow. Far From Home. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. I wow. like these new ones you a lot. You love the MCU. You do really yeah. like... Yeah. I, do, I like these new ones a lot. Yeah. Definitely. So that's, Respect. that's my... Respect. Respect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, my turn. Yes. Okay, sure. we're gonna. Yes, bottom is definitely Amazing Spider-Man two. That yeah. movie made me sad, um, <laughs> and I struggle because Amazing Spider-Man one I think is a better movie than Spider-Man three. Like it's a more cohesive thing. I feel yeah. like it has better things going on, but I have more fun with Spider-Man three. So I'm gonna go so Amazing two, then Amazing one, then Spider-Man three. Personal enjoyment. Those are same as you. Very close. Yeah. Uh, then I, oh, um, I'm gonna go. Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, Homecoming, and then 2. Okay. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my bottom two are The Amazing Spider-Man. Like, yes, You can right. just put those in whatever order you want. <laughs> right. <laughs> but really, two number, and two, one. Number, yeah, number <laughs> two is definitely the worst. Um, God, they had... They were going for the Gwen Stacy storyline. That's rough. Yeah, right. No, yeah, you it, can't. It's the same thing with the Dark Phoenix storyline. They're like, guys, well, you can't botch it. Well, you can, clearly. You, you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly. Well, it, and anyway. you need to do something different than just, oh, she's the girl that dies. You know? like Right. Yeah. yeah there's got to be different stakes. Well, and Spider-Verse I so love good. how they there reimagined is. MJ in the MCU, by the way. Same, because same, same. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, those two. And then, what do we got now? So we got the MCU movies and then the Raimi ones, right? Raimi ones, um, yeah. I'm going to go Spider-Man 3, obviously. Yep. Um, I will go Far From Home, number four. Mm-hmm. Um, I okay. will go Homecoming, number three. Spider-Man 1, number two. Wow. And then Spider-Man 2, number one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I really do, like I, the Raimi ones. I you like the Raimi ones, ones yeah. Because I think comic book movies. Yes. Yeah. Those are yeah. comic book those movies. Those are comic yeah. book movies, are, yeah. Um, Very I think Sam Sam Raimi for a lot of obviously the filmmakers who followed him kind of defined how to make these successful. Sure. And especially for the Spider-Man character, how to play with the dynamic with him and villains. Yeah. And I think those two movies do a really good job, especially number two. Definitely. Yeah, number Molina two is was really good. He was fantastic. Yeah. Well, and yeah. then just and the, they, the train scene was just yeah, oh, that was so good. That was well done. And, and they weren't afraid to be campy. Which, number three, they went off the rails, but numbers one and two, they definitely had a better tone when it came to that. Yeah. So I enjoyed this. Okay. Yeah. I don't really have an opinion. Nice. I, like, literally, I can't remember ever watching the Amazing Spider-Man movies, That that pretty much says all you need to say, though. And then, um, it's been so long since I've seen the regular Spider-Man movies that I don't remember. Mm. Yeah. Except for that stupid upside-down kiss. And then... (laughs) That upside down kiss doesn't do anything for you. That's that's dumb. You can't see my eyes rolling to the back of my head, but yeah. they're there. It is, um, it is cheesy. I don't know. I'm impartial to the MCU, so yeah. Yeah. Yep. Dude, I really like the MCU. The I, I honestly like. I'm I'm just pleased as peaches with how they've handled Spider Man in the MCU. Yeah, they do such a great job of obviously rewarding people who are MCU fans. Mm-hmm. But yes. I feel like if you're a casual Spider Man fan and don't have time to watch 18 other movies. Yeah. Like, you are more than on pace of, like, okay, here's what's going on. The, they established the Tony Stark thing, like, yeah. directly in the first one. Right. And then uh, you don't even need to see Civil War to really get it. No. Right. Um, so, anyway, I really enjoyed how they did that. Yeah. They have a, such a great way of incorporating the entire universe. Well, and I think that's why I like them, because I, I understand them. Yeah. Because I'm not a comic book person. Sure. Like, I'm not. So... 
all the MCU ones, I you know I understand what's happening, and they incorporate. I don't know. Did we talk about Ned at all? We did not Dude. talk about Ned. Dude, Ned. God, come on. Well, he he steals so many scenes. He's I so good. I love it. Ned. I, I love think, Ned. I, think, I had a harder time with Ned in this one. Well, just because you what? didn't like his whole subplot with the they relationship. They just didn't have anything for him to do. What are you talking well, about? Yeah, he was, was coming. He had a relationship. Yeah, That's yeah, it. yeah. Whoa, that was his whole <laughs> plot, though. That's it's how you interpreted that. <laughs> He was, the, he was the comic relief. Yeah, like, no, definitely. Yeah, and, like, come yeah. on. He's you always been the comic you relief, didn't but he have, had more to do with the first You didn't have a friend in high school that jumped into a relationship yeah. was like, I'm a man now, and this is who Baby, I am. I love and you. It's just like, Let me okay. yeah, Exactly, like texting oh, each other while they're sitting I don't, next to each other. I, I love the moments where Spider-Man is out of webbing, where he's, yes. like, yeah. basically oh, yeah. on oh, yeah, his yeah, own. Yeah, you know what I mean? So having that not being, like some sidekick or whatever didn't bother me. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like, is that what you mean? Like, you wanted him to be more involved? No, no, no. And... It's it just, I, it, and I, I'm saying this as I didn't mind what Ned was doing. Okay. It was just, I felt like he was just kind of almost written off the other way mm. where it was just like, now we don't have to explain why Ned's not getting in the way of things. He's just, he's obsessed with this girl now. And like, I, I get that, but at the same time, it was just kind of like, I liked when he was the man in the chair. Well, I'll say this. How many times was he the man in the chair in Homecoming? Twice, at least. So he was at the end. Yeah. Right? But at the end of the day, it's Spider-Man fighting Vulture on an airplane. You know what I mean? Yeah, Fair. right. And then it's Spider-Man saving a like, boat Ned's from not giving, in half. Ned's not yeah. giving... You know I mean? But like, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm not... Right. I'm he's not, not like an oracle kind of... He's not, yeah, he's I don't not, want he's him not to calling be... Peter on his cell phone to like, like, you gotta push through that rubble, Peter. You right. know, like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> and that's not, what, <laughs> that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> Maybe I want that. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> With that line reading? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you like, didn't know you gotta push through that rubble, Peter. Peter! Alright, we've, like, we've, we've talked Betty. way too much about Spider-Man. Come on. <laughs> I love Spider-Man. I do too. We can talk all the, night about the, Spider-Man. The kids are great. The kids yeah. are great. Yep. Love it. Alright, we're going to go to the next one. Oh yeah. Oh, so it's me, right? So it's okay. you, buddy. Yep, so um, I watched uh, what I like to like introduce to people as Disney's first rated R movie in a very long time. Okay. Yeah. And it's a technicality because mm. they inherited this from Fox. Okay. And that is Stuber! 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 So that is starring my main man, um, uh, Drax the Destroyer, uh, Dave Batista. Dave Batista. <laughs> That's, my That's guy. his real name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, who knows at this point, right? So, it's still Dave Batista. <laughs> okay, okay. That's, that's your opinion. Uh, I have... like to refer to him more as the guy from Hotel Artemis. Oh, he was in Hotel Artemis. Yes, he was. That's was, right. It was, a, it was a movie. That was a very violent movie. From it was heard. a very violent movie. I wanted to I, see that, and I just never did. I wanted it to be better than it was. Ah, oh, okay. And it wasn't bad. It was, was it, did he have a big role in that? Did he have like a speaking role? So, was he like a hitman? Okay, we're going to talk about Hotel Artemis. Yeah, that's... Jesus. We could, we could, we could push off Stuber talk. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk Hotel Artemis. Okay, so basically the whole idea of Hotel Artemis is these assassins go to this hotel where yeah. they get stitched up. It's a hospital. It's three people at a time. They don't take any more. Okay. This, is, this, is Jody, this is that Jodie Foster film. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. So she is the main doctor and Dave Batista is the nurse mm. oh and it's okay. just yeah nurses unite and Woo. it's just but it's more so played for laughs than anything like mm-hmm. yes he is he is a male nurse that is actually pretty awesome at points oh, but for the most part it is definitely played up like oh look at this ridiculously big guy he's a nurse like 
Yeah. Hey, don't hate on male nurses. I'm not. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I though. know. I know. I'm just saying in general. Well, you're I the know. Backbone exactly. of both <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you right now, As nurses a, are amazing. Yeah, preach. I am marrying preach. one, and she is the best thing in my life. That's right. Who is he referring to? I don't understand what's yeah, going on here. Uh, you guys are missing the joke. Yeah. 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 Not following. Anyways. Anyways. Cool. But basically, he doesn't get a lot of action sequences. He gets oh. a lot more like, oh, the power's out. You got to go run and fix the power. Oh, gotcha. you got to go. But does he have room to be funny? No. That's almost, another that's part rough. of it. Because he, he has a hilarious. little yeah. bit of stuff. Yeah. But not amazing amount of it. Mm. And so, like, it, Hotel Artemis was very forgettable. Yeah. Um, it was fine, but it was, as we said last week about Dark Phoenix, it could be a lot better. The problem more so was it was just boring, which is a sin on itself. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. I, like, exactly. Dark Phoenix, if it was bad, it probably would have had a higher ranking in my mind. Yeah. More because it was boring to me. Like, exactly. it was so unremarkable. And mm. that's exactly what this movie yeah. is. It's sitting at a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Middle of the road, like... And we're talking still Hotel Artemis? Yeah. Okay, good, because Stuber has the exact same rating on IMDb. Wow. 6.1 wow. out that's of 10. That's funny. Okay. So yeah. I guess that's a segue. We got Batista in the starring world. Uh, Stuber is actually uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Okay. Kumail. And uh, Stuber is actually not a good nickname. Hmm. It's because he is an Uber driver, but his name is Stu as well. Yeah. Oh, so Stuber. Uh-huh. So I was mad at that title. So, so Stuber. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, de- I mean, it's definitely like, a, uh, we need to name this movie something, so here's the main character, I suppose. But anyway, it's about, basically, have you guys ever seen the movie Collateral? The Michael Mann yes. movie yes. with Jamie Foxx yes. and yes. Tom Cruise. That is the plot, essentially, okay. of a guy... Um, commandeering a taxi driver, or in this case, an Uber driver, to go around L.A. and to solve a mystery, or to get after someone that they're hunting. And that's what Dave Bautista is doing with Kamel, and this is just the comedic version of that, set in broad daylight instead of in the middle of the night, Mm. just like uh, in Collateral, and a lot less serious, and a lot less good. So, (laughs) (laughs) Collateral was good. (laughs) Collateral was good. I really liked it. Um, So, the... Best parts of the movie, in my opinion, were Kamel and Batista playing off each other. Mm. These are two very, very funny actors who have very different ways of going about comedy. Batista is obviously very physical. His line delivery is also sneaky good. Okay. Um, and he's just a big goof when he has to be. Sure. But he also could be very threatening because of how big he is. Yeah. And then Kamel is more witty. He's more facial expression and all that different stuff. And I thought that balance was fine in a lot of different scenes. Uh, the best would, parts in the movie. I would love yeah. to see a movie with them together where they're just kind of like, most of their lines are just ad-libbed. Because I yeah. think actually they could pull that off. Hmm. Like, you have like the right plot. I want a well-done plot, but yeah. most of their interaction is like a little more ad-libby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think the best scenes, I guess, well, I'm not sure how much of this movie was ad-libbed at all. Yeah. Um, but when they're... Uh, interacting directly at each other. So they're the only two in the room, the only two in the scene. That's what I thought was best. They have this whole big, you know, sometimes bros just got to fight it out, you know? Uh, they fought it out in the middle of a sporting goods store. And okay. um, a big plot point is that Dave Bautista had uh, LASIK surgery at the very beginning of the film. So he's like slowly coming back from blindness as this movie is going I was on. Oh, why what? he needed an Uber. Yes, yeah. yeah, so he oh. needed an Uber okay. because he couldn't drive his car. And he comedically drove his car into a pothole. 
and he called the Uber. So anyway, that's <laughs> that's where this whole thing starts. Gotcha. I was very confused why he needed an Uber in the first place. Yeah, so I guess to briefly go over the plot, uh, Dave Batista works for the LAPD. He has been on the tail of this uh, you know, drug trade that's been going on in Los Angeles, and uh, it opens with him and his original partner getting shot and killed, mm. um, and then he has to go out and get his revenge, and then also find the guys who are doing the drug trade. Okay. Um, anyway, he's blind at the beginning of the movie for uh, all intents and purposes, and then that's when Kamel comes in. So the I, driver. I have a question looking at this cast. Yeah. How did Karen Gillan get in this? So she was the partner at the very beginning of the movie. Oh, so she dies quickly. Yeah, so, it's a little gar- so it's a little Guardians of the Galaxy reunion at the Aww. beginning. Um, and when I saw her, immediately I'm like, oh, she's going to die. Oh, like, damn. because she was not in any of the promotional material right, or right, anything. Right. And That's why I was shocked, is because she's a big name to be yeah, in this she's movie. Yeah, a big name like, now. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like, well, um, she's like, I know she's going to die. And unfortunately, that also sets the tone for how predictable this movie is. Yeah, okay. um, But uh, there are some good laughs in there. Again, the sporting goods store scene I thought was great. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of good one-liners. Um, Kumail is trying to, like, his quote-unquote love interest is a girl who, that <laughs> he is opening a um, spin, like a, you know, bicycle, what's it, a spin oh, class? Like spin class, a, yeah. a spin class, that's all they do at this gym is spin class. Is that a... Uh... Uh, Morales, Natalie, and Morales, or not? Um, no, so she is Dave Batista's daughter. Um, oh, I thought they were. Uh, okay, never mind. All if right. you've ever seen Glow, I don't yeah. know the actress's name. Uh, okay. She plays Liberty Bell in Glow. Okay, uh, that is Kamel's initial love interest in the film. Going to figure um, it out. Yeah. So anyway, that basically <laughs> he is getting blue balled by her. Just put in the friend zone. Right. And a lot of great lines are coming from Dave Bautista about him like not nutting up and telling her how <laughs> he feels. So anyway, it's all these different little nuggets of things, but it doesn't make for a good 90 minutes. Okay. So as I was saying before the podcast, um, this movie overall did not think it was worth going to the theaters for, mm-hmm. but I think this would have been perfect on Netflix. This would have been a perfect direct-to-Netflix release, very casual movie. You'll get a couple laughs in it. But you could do stuff in the background. Yeah, that's her. Betty Gilpin. Betty Gilpin. There you go. So she's great in Glow. Um, very limited role in this. So I can't really, you know, yeah. comment on her acting, but she did what I she know, had to do. I get that. You it's, know what I mean? She's a love interest. That's what it's, yeah. it's rough with love and interests And a lot sometimes. of her scenes are taking place on Kamel's iPhone because they're FaceTiming oh, each other. Okay. Because he's constantly driving Batista around. That's a unique idea. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's just one way. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Like, my thing is, I'm not FaceTiming as often as Kamel and, what's her name? Betty Gilpin. Betty. We're doing this entire movie. I don't think I've FaceTimed that much in the past two years than they did in those 90 minutes of sure, the movie. Yeah. So anyway, I thought it was like a little bit of like, oh, we need to get this actress on screen as opposed to just her voice. Right. Um, so anyway... Um, as a theater release, I'm going to give Stuber uh, one and a half stars. And wow. I'm saying stars. Because, because of Uber. Uber. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, this is the uh, one time I I'll accept it. stars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one yeah. and a half stars out of five. What if it was um, Netflix? Ah. Would you give it the same? I, I give it a two. Okay. <laughs> it goes up right. to a two. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like a high on average for you know direct to Netflix movies in my, in yeah. my experience. Sure. Netflix. Because you saw Triple Frontier on the I podcast. saw Triple Frontier. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. The, and the prequel Double Frontier is coming out next year. 
Is it? Is it really? Okay. I was gonna be really bad. I was gonna be really Double Frontier. I can't wait until Quadruple Frontier. No, I did not watch Bird Box, but T Dog did, right? Yeah, T Dog did. Yeah, he didn't like it. T Dog was T Dog was lukewarm on it. He's lukewarm. Okay, fine. I did not watch. Watch I didn't either. I the Netflix, was too much. Netflix yeah. does better with their series and docs than they do with their movies. I would agree with that. I would so. agree with that. Anyway, one and a half. Okay. okay. All right, Andre. Super. Andre. All right. So you didn't lose. I didn't lose. But you still somehow saw a bad movie. Yes, I did. Okay. It was uh, dating we, life, man. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> we watched uh, Hansel and Gretel, oh, Hansel Vampire and Hunters. Hunters. Wait, Vampire oh, Hunters? Oh, I didn't know it was called Vampire Hunters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was this Hunter. No, no, Witch Hunters. Witch Hunters. Witch Hunters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I said with such confidence, like, too. Yeah, like, you were, you were selling me. I'm like, yeah, I'm like did they Vampire make a direct-to-Netflix no, no, no. sequel or something? No, no, like, no, no. Yeah. Who stars in Renner? this wonderful movie? This is uh, Jeremy Renner, and then I don't... I, I feel bad, I don't know her... Gemma Arterton. Gemma Arterton. Wow. You would know her if you saw her. No, no, no. Yeah, right, like, I recognize her, but... Peter Stormare's in this. Yeah, Peter Stormare's in that, in this movie. Famke Jansen. What year did this come out? 2013. 2013. 2013. So it's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. yeah. And uh, sticking with our uh, IMDb rankings. Yeah. Six point one out of ten. No wow. Way. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I feel like we have to fill out a bingo card. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Triple six point ones. Right. Wow. So yes. this is this is Jeremy Renner coming one year off of Avengers, right? Avengers um, 2012, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Jeez. Woof. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, wow. this movie. Um, okay, so I knew going into this is going to be a bad movie, and I was hoping that it would be a fun bad movie. You know? Sure. Like, you know, like you have a good time with it, you know, like you can really make fun of it, and, you know, whatever. But honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to recall what happened in it because it kind of just wasn't anything like I thought it was going like it, it, it couldn't decide if it wanted to be a parody on like a fantasy movie or just a generic you know action adventure movie and it kind of falls somewhere in the middle and it's Ooh. not particularly fun and it's not particularly like it's not particularly funny and it's not particularly like cool either you know so okay explain the plot for <laughs> excuse me for people who have not watched the movie. Yeah, right. Bless so you. the plot like is basically uh, it the the movie opens up with the classic Hansel and Gretel story. Uh, they basically like their parents like shoo them away basically to go f- like wander around the woods. Breadcrumbs. They, they yeah follow the breadcrumbs. Go to the witch's house and then the where it immediately deviates is that like Gretel gets tortured. Hansel nuts up and basically just murders the shit out of the witch. How old are they? They're like they're like they're nine. Kids. They're kids. Okay, so yeah, they are kids. like they're yeah, very yeah they're okay, young kids. And so then, like, so they, like, he, like, brutalizes the witch, like, shoves her in the fireplace, and then from then on, they swear to become witch hunters, I guess. So, That's pretty metal, dude. Yeah, right. Which what is, like, a okay, great open. Again, like, it's like, okay, yeah, sure. And then it shows, like, a montage. on this thing, but I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna defend it. Yeah, okay. all right. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, they're they're established like it just jumps forward to when they're in their like late twenties or however old they're supposed to be, and they're the world's most renowned witch hunters, basically. Um, and they have all these elaborate gadgets and stuff, all these like weird, not steampunk, but like Victorian punk weapons, and. Yeah, I don't know. The, at the very beginning, they show some fun, like, gun kata stuff, which is dumb and cheesy as hell. Like, there's, like, a brief action sequence where they're taking down this witch. I'm like, okay, if it's just this movie, like, I can laugh at it, and it's fine. But that's, like, the only, like, 
fight scene What's, until the so very who's end. So the big bad? In this? So the big bad is Dark Phoenix of old. Uh, what's her name? Gem- oh, uh, uh, Famke. Famke Jansen. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So she's the big bad witch. She's she's like. Okay. I don't know. You, this you, isn't a mystery. Like we know that she's yes. the big bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, immediately established. Hiding. And the main uh, crux is that they're kidnapping specific children in this village because if you get if they get their blood, they'll be immune to fire, so they can't get burned at the stake. So like that's the main crux of the, uh, the thing. And so they're so Hansel and Gretel are trying to solve like. Like, I'm what's sorry, that? this sounds really stupid. Yeah, no, it's really dumb. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen this since 2013, Yeah, and I'm, you're reminding me of okay, it. Okay, good. I'm, tr- yeah. I'm trying to remember the details. So basically, Hansel and Gretel are trying to solve this mystery. Like, wow, like all these children are getting randomly kidnapped. Like, I wonder why. Hmm. As they're picking up breadcrumbs off the ground. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> off the yeah, yeah. It's a really and, good snack. And, yeah, right. Is this whole wheat? Yeah, <laughs> we're gluten free now. Yeah, yeah right. gluten free breadcrumbs. Um, and so yeah, like that's like you know they're like trying to figure like what like why did why are these witches capturing these children? We gotta figure it out. And yeah, I don't know. This movie just kind of meanders. Um, there's this weird romantic subplot with this other like Jeremy Renner has this romance with this other person who's very obviously a, a witch, but she she keeps it hidden, which is dumb because they've established that they can sense witches because Gretel is part witch. Gretel's mom. Was so like is. their mom yeah. was their mom was a witch. She their was mom, uh, Wiccan or something like no, that. No, no, like well, no, no, like their mom was just a straight up witch, but one oh, of the okay. good witches. Like there's good witches and oh. bad witches. Well, I th- well th- that's why I thought it was Wiccan <laughs> because she's not full on witch. But no, she's she half witch. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So she's half witch, and apparently only girls can be witches. Like so, Jeremy Renner doesn't have the witch sensing abilities. That is sexist. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. Hashtag. Men can be witches too. Men can be witches too. Exactly. Yep. Um, so yeah, anyway, so there's no a witch. really, really forced romantic subplot with this, like, mysterious lady who is definitely not a witch, but she's definitely a witch. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then they also establish this thing where Jeremy Renner, like, for whatever reason, has to take this giant, cartoonishly large, like, 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 insulin shot almost, you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> you're like, saying it was steampunk too. Not, yeah, 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 it was like right? a steampunk, so like, steampunk like... vein, like, literally, like, I'm gesturing, it's like three times as big as this bottle of beer. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, like, he's like talking to this, this, this good witch lady, but they don't know as a witch. That's really and he's weird, because just... that's not a bottle. What do you mean? It's three times the bottle of beer? Whatever, it's a, it's can. a can. Whatever, you know what I mean. It's a tall boy. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Boy. Anyways, um, I'm painting a picture for the audience. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so he's like, he, your bullshit. he he sidelines the conversation. He's like, oh sorry, oh like doubles down. He's like, I have to take like he has, like his alarm clock goes off. He's like, oh shit, and he rummages around and injects the thing into his arms. Like if I don't do this when this alarm goes off, I'll die. And they never explain why <laughs> that happens. Like why that's a thing. That's the best part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, and then the best part is it never comes up ever again. Until the very, very end. Like, we were watching, we were like, you know, they haven't touched on the insulin thing, have they? And then literally at the final climax, like, he's struggling. Sorry to jump around for spoilers, but he's struggling <laughs> against Dark Phoenix, and she's about to go in for the kill, and he's like, oh, and struggling, like, oh, no, the alarm clock goes off. <laughs> and, then, and he's like, no! And then Gretel has to kick the uh, insulin <laughs> shot over oh to Jeremy Renner so he can God. inject it. Yeah. But they never explain why. No, yeah. I mean, if they did have missed it, I guess, but yeah. Oh, okay. What did it have to do with when they were children? Maybe, like, like, he got injured or something, like, like, when he was at the witch's... No, it wasn't been by... Like, it's just... Something weird. 
Yeah, you know. That's great. Um, I like that plot point. Yeah, you do. Okay, it's <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, so it just sounds so over the top. It, like, it's so you see Jeremy Renner just well, be like, well, "Fuck it, I'm bought in." Yeah, Let's right. Well, it'd be fun if they brought it up again at some point, you know. And just the fact that it's an alarm clock that's like, "Oh no, I have literally thirty seconds to take this." They couldn't have done it like maybe like oh, give yourself an hour leeway or something yeah. like that. Whatever, it's fine. That's so lazy. I uh, love it. Yeah, no. It's like, how do you how do we raise the stakes here? Yeah. Uh, okay, so he has this gigantic thing. They need to. Stick in his arm. <laughs> Let's establish that early, but never bring it up again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Oh, nice. Exactly. Um, and all of the... Writing. I will say, this movie has a very weird fetish with exploding heads. Like, everybody's heads just explode I mean, like... Don't not? we all? Yeah. What? That's half a Kingsman, too. No, yeah, but Stupid we Kingsman... had a couple of those. Kingsman, I keep uh, you not. Yeah? Yeah. It was but with Kingsman, it's fun though. Like Kingsman, you have good choreography. Like that church. But scene. you just want. Uh, you, well, yeah, but the church scene's fine. I'm talking about the end where the heads just blow off. Oh, well, oh yeah. yeah. But at least like that's like a plot point because like again, it's cheesy and over the top. Well, okay. Kingsman is that kind of cheese done right because yeah. they established yeah. that they have the ear th- like the thing in their planted in their like in yeah. their heads. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? But whereas this one, it's just more like oh man, every single like this rock happens to fall on this person's head or. Oh man, this person happened to get kicked in the face. Like there's no, like, <laughs> it's just there's no uh, rhyme or reason to it. It's like oh man, that's like the seventeenth head I've seen just exploded to jelly. Like it's all right. <laughs> I don't know. Sick dude. Um, so you're gonna give it exploding heads? Uh, uh, yeah. Wow. You, Claire, you called me out. That was. I'm sorry. I care, you guys. I mean, you're you started off slow, the bullshit, but yeah, I think I you turned me around. Bullshit. I think this is like a five star. This movie. is a five star. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just struggling to come with other other stuff. You don't have to. Yeah, no. <laughs> just, just give a ranking. All right, I'll, I'm gonna give this like a. Mm. Ooh. I'm gonna give this. All right, so on, a, on an actual movie, I'm gonna give it two ratings, right? Okay. So on a bat on a, on, a, on like a normal movie scale, average movie. Yeah. I'm gonna give it like a a one point two five, exploding okay. heads out of five. Sorry, okay. ruin your moment. It's all right. No, no. no. Because the second one, I'm going to rank it on the bad movie scale, where, you know, bad movies can be enjoyable. Yeah, The Room is a 5 out of 5 for me on a yes. bad movie. Okay. Yes. For yeah. me personally, right? Yeah. And then well, Citizen Kane is a 0. Citizen Kane is a 0. <laughs> on a bad movie scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, a 2 random unexplained insulin shots out of five. Which oh, is exactly yeah. That's all disappointing. Yeah. I don't want that to be higher on that scale. Exactly. That's, that's why I'm upset uh, with it, right? Because I, I like want her. it to be higher. I was like going and be like, oh, this is going to be like fun to make fun of. And Should yeah. we introduce that as like for the bad movies? You think bad so? movie scale? Like have a separate scale? Because sure. Dark Phoenix would have been like a solid half. I think, yeah. I think, so I mean? exactly. Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Exactly so it would have been a half for both. So like on one end. That's how bad it is. On one end we have The Room and the other hand we have Dark Phoenix for bad movies. Yeah. That's Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. That's fair. Okay. Because I'm thinking like of the bad movies I saw. Like Leo the Lion might actually on the bad movie scale get like a like four. Oh, because like it's Because it's just so dumb. Like you can laugh at it. Yeah, we thought you were laughing at the vegetarian. Yeah, no, we watched that. Oh yeah, we watched that like, song. You're, you're this is laughing amazing. at how bad it is. But like yeah. Yoga Hosers, for example, thinks it's funnier than it is, sure. and it still gets the yeah. zero. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You Dude, got and you know what the worst fucking part is? Tell me, Andre. There's no special features on that goddamn DVD. All right. Oh, wow. For Hansel, Hansel and Gretel? Hansel and Gretel. You had the DVD. You watched it? Yeah. Oh, Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, yeah. back up. You watched this on the actual yeah, DVD? Yeah, we had a physical disc. Yeah. Who had it? You? Yeah. You own it? We read, no, we printed it up from the library. Oh. Uh, uh, 
What? <laughs> no. You went. Okay, that's effort. You that spent no effort. money, but still spent a little money. Yes. <laughs> you spent some money on gas. You sp- mm-hmm. Yeah, you spent like the exact. Wait, you probably walked a library. I know where you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know where you uh, I, I know it doesn't matter. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I know. Yeah, that was energy spent. That is energy spent. It is energy spent. And time. I, but the I, I thing is, I'm, I'm ready to defend it. this movie because I don't think it's a good movie, but I think it's a decent movie. Okay. I don't have it as a bad movie. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, and actually, no, let's go to that. Defend this movie, Mike. I really want you to. So uh, I, I pulled up reviews here, and I think I agree with the Entertainment Weekly one here. Uh, okay. Uh, right. It's a 42 out of 100. Okay. And it says... That's not a good movie. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not yeah. a good movie, but right. there's much worse. Like, their yeah. meta score is 23. Yeah. You know, so yeah. a lot more people thought it was worse than this. Yeah. Uh, Entertainment Weekly said, an intermittently fun, but overexcited and predictable mismatch. There you go. Mismatch, you definitely nailed that. And so uh, I will say, sure. I agree with that and the fact that it did get overly excited. It tried to do something that was Sounds like... like me in the bedroom. <laughs> 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 wow. It was right there, guys. It, it was, was right, right there. Right. Wow. I really hope it you're a little right bit more there. well put together than a... <laughs> like I, know, I know this is my <laughs> equipment, but can I walk out? Yeah. <laughs> I can walk out. You can yeah. walk out. Yeah. Bye, Claire. <laughs> And that was mm. the end of Claire. Yeah, I've already was... taken part in this. <laughs> okay. Actually, no, they're far worse. Far worse. So I just thought it was fun. The action sequences are not meant to be taken seriously. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, uh, do, do not mistake me for taking it, any part of it seriously. Yeah. I was, yeah, definitely. And so it's just, it's, it's a fun movie because it's so goofy and ridiculous, and it doesn't mean but... to be that way. It's mm. also ridiculous because Jeremy Renner takes it way too seriously. Which I love. He does. Okay, I love yeah, it. He does. That's he does. Yeah. And, and that is exactly why I think this movie is de- it goes to decent, not bad. Mm. I'm not saying it's a good movie, but you know, any, I know, means, I know. any stretch of the imagination, it's not a good movie. It's just a decent movie. Like, I would watch it again, not tomorrow, but in a sure. week. Wow, <laughs> really? Would it, would it surprise you guys to know that Jeremy Renner in his spare time flips houses? Really? He also yeah. has, he has a music. band. Actually, he has music. It. Yeah. See, he flips houses and plays live music. And wasn't he a makeup artist too? Or did uh, I, I don't make know about that, that up? That. No. But I, I think you're right. I think I wouldn't I, doubt it. I wouldn't I doubt it. Jeremy Renner is such a on the, fascinating on human being. She's on the Renaissance man. He's a Renaissance Jeremy. fan. I love Jeremy Renner. Yeah. No. And Jeremy Renner's great. When he takes things seriously, it's just like you just want to watch. Like Tag was a miserable movie except for Jeremy Renner. Yeah, yeah. okay, ready? He broke his arm for it, yeah. Literally shooting that movie. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. went all out <laughs> for a movie about people tagging each other. Yeah. Yes. Ready? Uh, Jeremy Renner is best known for his macho roles, The Hurt Locker and The Town. Really? Oh, Hurt but Locker. Many wait, 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 what do you mean really? How do you how do you say really to that? He was I a, didn't know that. I didn't know he that. He was nominated for... I don't Locker. know these things. Back <laughs> off. Yeah, okay. Hurt, Hurt Locker is great, Locker. and the town's pretty good. Well, I've seen the town, yeah, so I that the I know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm not the movie guru here, uh-huh. so I don't partake. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Biz might be surprised to know that the actor used to be a makeup artist. Ooh. Wow. He revealed his past with blush, mascara, and eyeliner. <laughs> That's a great sentence. <laughs> wow. Isn't that always why, like, in his interviews, too, he's always wearing makeup? He always is wearing, like, lipstick or lip yeah. gloss or something. He it always has some crazy. Oh, yeah. now you're wow. not going to unsee oh, really? it. Oh, wow. Now you're okay. not going to unsee yeah, it. Yeah, go look. So he has, like, on his lips or just... I'll just yeah. try to find a picture. So, like, then we're not talking about, like, when he's going on Jimmy Kimmel or something like so that. No, when they're, like, he's, like, sitting with the other actors and they're getting, like, yeah. interviewed about the movie. Okay. Mm. Like, when he's doing a an article for Watch Mojo or something like that. Like, watch a little Mojo. video. Shout out to Watch Mojo. Yeah, shout out to Watch Mojo. Big What's wrong with Watch Mojo? There's nothing wrong with Watch Mojo. Yeah, okay, Mojo. good. They got Jeremy Renner for yeah. an interview. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> so we're going to... Um, well, this popped up. Google Please Jeremy. <laughs> so what... <laughs> Whoa. What is that? Oh, man. I think you're going to have to... Wow. Keep that photo. We need to keep... We need to he put looks that on. like Prince in that. <laughs> so what keep that photo. That needs to go somewhere. Yeah, what you're somewhere. missing here is hey, the heavy you know where under go? black Facebook. eyeliner. It could go on our Instagram. Oh, it could go on our Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. We're now on Instagram. Yay. What a segue. Please like our Instagram. It's at Game for a Movie. Uh, we're going to include stuff from behind the scenes. We're going to include... Um, information about the cast, like the people that do this podcast. Mm. Um, that includes me. And yeah. Andre. Yeah. And Claire. Yeah. Sometimes. And then also sometimes Mike. And then sometimes T-Dog. Every now Sometimes again. Mike? <laughs> like, I'm always here because I have to have the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's some real behind the scenes information yeah. for those listening. <laughs> You're welcome. We're going to include more too, but um, we're going to do some fun stuff, that kind of thing. You're going to see some of the challenges. Like yes. We would do a video of us bowling last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now we jump to the closing part of our podcast. Yeah. Uh, oh. Things you have strong feelings about, one way or the other, coming out soon. Okay. Um, I mean, you guys, anybody want to start? Do we just want to jump in? Sure. All right. So I want to jump. Oh, go for it. What's yours? Well, yes. I was going to say... The Taika Waititi news. With oh, Thor perfect. Four. Go, go yeah, ahead. Go, yes. go balls right. deep in that. Dude. Because I love it. Uh, Thor 4. Balls deep? Balls deep. Balls deep. Go. Okay. Balls deep. Thor 4. I am ready for Taika Waititi to direct more Thor 4. Yes. At the same time, it is kind of a bummer that we're, that he that they put Akira his Akira project on hold because of it. I feel like it's that movie's still, never going to come out. It's still a passion project. Like, he yes. still really oh, wants to. No, no, no. no. Uh, that's why I'm, yes. I was excited for it is that I had confidence that he would bring his own spin on it, and it would at least be. But that's what I'm good. saying is, it still has a good chance to get made eventually. Okay, sure, yes, I think okay. it absolutely will. Yeah, yeah. it absolutely will. Oh, I'm hoping as right. long as he's still attached to the project. Yeah, right. He does. Yeah. So, cool. I, and then it makes me curious to see, on, as far as Thor four goes, um, how Guardians of the Galaxy three is going to tee that up because it kind of has to, right? Like, Guardians of the Galaxy is gonna, 3 is going to come up before As Thor. Guardians of the Galaxy? As Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. That's what everyone wants, yeah. right? But is that going to... Like, how much Thor is that going to have in it, right? Like, Maybe they just, just drop him off at the nearest planet. Exactly. And then like, we see like I, wonder, I wonder if he's out in the first 20 minutes or something like that to go to, off and do his own thing. Four. The four? Yeah. The four. That's it. It's, it's no like subtitle. Fan four stick. It, oh, my God. How four. would you spell that? Would you put, like, T-H-4-R? Four. R- mm, or T-4-O-R? Yeah. To sure. four. To, to four? To, to four. Thor, what are we talking about? Four. How, four. Do you, how do you fan four stick Thor four? Oh, God. Because it feels like it's there, and I think it's the four. Like TH4. TH4 R. R. Four. Yeah. Oh, I four. got it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I really yeah. hope the MCU does not buy into that. No, I don't think they do. <laughs> yeah, I really I hope not learned. too, but I just felt like it I don't, was I don't think they. I don't think they put numbers past three. I think they learned the lesson with Iron Man 3. So. If, you, if you guys know, I, I like to. Uh, Fan four stick things. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Mm. I just learned something new about myself. Is that right? And I was getting called out for the lewd comments. What? Is that <laughs> right? well, lewd comments. It's not the four. What you're saying is very inappropriate. I mean, fan oh. four stick like yeesh. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, no, it hurts. Don't don't bring up that cursed movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mitchell. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm not sure. Has this been brought up before? I got two for this, but the one coming out directly next week. I've been on a Quentin Tarantino binge over the past week. That's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We talked um, about it earlier. So before you got here, yeah. Claire mentioned who's going to talk about it for the next yeah, pod. Yeah, we had a fight over it. And we kind of we kind of said 
It feels like a Mitchell movie. It does, yeah. 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 And also, who won in bowling last week, or two weeks ago? No, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, time out. Who that's was even the... close to me? No, yeah, but that's right. a defining feature. Wait, time out. T-Dog was the closest in the second game. It's who loses, <laughs> yeah. not who, who wins. wins. Oh, even if the stakes I, were who even, wins. Yeah, well, yeah. Now I'm going to take it away from you. No, 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 no. I think, I think we should let Mitchell take point on this one, I think. Because I'm going to watch it, and we're going to chime in. We're gonna, yeah. I think we're all going to chime in, right? Yeah. We're all going to chime in. This is a movie that most people will see. Definitely. And I will say this, too. It's very... I think it's getting rarer when you're seeing... Well, truly rarer that original films, or at least conceptually, are being put into wide releases. Yes, definitely. And Tarantino is one of the few filmmakers who can make that happen. Definitely. You know? So, there's zero IP connected with this. There's a little revisionist history with the whole Sharon Tate and Charles Manson storyline. Right. Uh, we'll see how big of a role it is in the movie. I'm mm-hmm. not entirely sure. Um, I heard Marco Robbie's role, at least from what I heard out of Cannes, was that it was a lot smaller than people had expected, mm. especially, especially with how much she spoke, or how little she spoke in the film. Mm-hmm. So, very interested to see how that is incorporated into the fictional golden age of Hollywood that Tarantino is living in. Yeah. So, very excited to see it. I love Brad Pitt under Tarantino. Mm. Uh, pause. And he was amazing in *Inglorious Bastards*. <laughs> yeah, I got that late, but that works. My God! So I'd love to see um, I'd love to see Brad Pitt under the direction of Quentin Tarantino again. Yeah. And I under think Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> under Quentin Tarantino. Uh, but anyway, excited for that. I think everyone in this room Definitely. is. Yeah, I'd yeah, like to yeah, elaborate yeah, on yeah. it. I love I'd, the trailer. Everybody in this room is probably going to see it in the next. Two weeks for sure. For sure. Yeah, I yes. think we could tackle yeah. this like how we tackled uh, Far From Home. Yeah, like, definitely. Everyone's going to jump in, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Claire, do you have anything? Okay. I'm throwing Kill you Kill me bus. if you want. Okay. I'm really excited for The Lion King. Yeah. I'm a Disney kid. Woo! I'm really yeah. watching it. I think this is going to be one of the better hmm? of all of their live action ones. I mean, John Favreau's behind it, and Jungle and, Book was good. Yeah. So Still live yeah, action. Yeah, Jungle Book was yeah. really good. I like that one. I really so, like that. Yeah. I'm really excited to see it. I heard it's really good. The music's good. It's got good people in it, so. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm uh, The only thing that gives it, like, I'm obviously going to watch it, and I'm sure I'm going to love it, but the, um, I'm a little uneasy of how fantastic the lions and all the animals look, mm-hmm. and then to hear human voices come out. Yeah. So I'm not sure how Might deep so in the yeah, Uncanny yeah, Valley yeah. that's going to be. Right. I that's think it's going to it's gonna hit a switch moment where so. like the beginning of the movie is going to be a little rough and then all of a sudden you're just like, I'm not even paying you're attention. You're like immersed right. into it. And right. I really hope that Definitely. happens. I'm sure it will. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, know yeah. if it is or not. Obviously, it's coming out this week. But yeah. Because yeah. it looks stunning. Yeah. Like, it, it does look amazing. amazing. Yeah. It looks it's not so lifelike. It's not live action. It's not live action. I will die on that hill. No, it is. No, they call it live action. Yeah, they call it live action. Yeah, you didn't say live action. I'm just. I will die on the hill that it is not live action. Yeah, John Favreau says it's not live action. Like he's come out and said this is like all computer generated. But they still keep saying it's a live action movie. But he's not. I know. Yeah. And John Favreau was great. I will say I'm gonna get on my small soapbox for just a second, and I'll step off it right away. I want Disney to make a 2D animated movie again. I know Princess and the Frog didn't do amazing, but... Oh, I, lo- Princess I loved Frog. Princess yeah. and the Frog. Right, but... That was 10 years that ago. That was 10 years ago. What was the last one? What was the last one that they did? I a 2D think that animated was movie. the last one? 2D animation? 2D animated yeah, I think it feature was film from Disney. Princess and the Frog was the last one. I will say this. Okay, not Disney, picture of Disney. No, no, I'm yeah, looking yeah. up Disney movies. I know it's going to give me, like, Toy Story 4 and that yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, but I'm going to look... I'm talking... I'm not... Yeah. So, um... 
your beloved video game. Coco. Yes. Coco? Coco was 3D animated. Coco was 3D. Oh, we're talking... I love Coco. Yeah, 2D animation. I want 2D animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, Coco, Coco, Frozen, Moana, those are all great. I like Those movies are great. But Cuphead's getting its own Netflix series. Exactly. I think that... Depending on the success of that, sure, that could open the doors for more two D animation to come. What game yes. series? I'm sorry, uh, Cuphead. Cuphead. So Cuphead's a, uh, a a video game that came out uh, I think a couple years ago and cell shaded style. Sh- it's it's basically done the style of old Fleischer and Disney cartoons. It looks oh, like okay. Steamboat Willie, basically the video. Game. Oh yeah, 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 sense? yeah. It does. So yeah, and, and to that point, yeah, you got it right there. Um, oh yeah. So they're making a or Netflix's greenlit an animated series. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, so I think really depending on the success success of that, I yeah I mean it looks fantastic I mean um, and I and I think there's going to be some kind of yearning for that because sure. after some time the 3D animation will kind of lose its luster I suppose but at the yeah. end of the day it comes down to whether or not people are willing to spend the money on it because it is expensive it is definitely yeah. expensive it and I I understand that like it, yeah. the the realities of it is that it is just easier to make. Like digital, like films, like you know, yeah. like three D animated films now at this point, right? Because that's just logistically better now. Right. Um, so I, I, I totally get why because those movies make an insane amount of money. So like, if Princess and the Frog, extremely expensive production, did fine but not great. Like I can see why Disney's moved away from that. It's still just you know, I guess I'm an old man now and I just yearn for so. those old those you know, like the original Lion King, original original Beauty and the Beast. Every time they come up with these new remakes, I'm like, ah oh, man, I should watch those old ones again. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And I'm VHS. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> I don't have what is that? No, we yeah. don't either. So. <laughs> Anyways, so box time over. You're good. Yeah. Um, usually I like to stick in the next two weeks for what I'm excited about, just because it's usually by the next time we do a podcast. Sure. Yeah. You guys have taken all of them pretty much. Because <laughs> well, in, well. like, in the next two weeks, we've got Lion King, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as the two big ones, and yep. then like there's almost nothing else until Hobbs and Shaw, which we've already talked about. Hobbs and Shaw! Hobbs and Shaw! I'm so pumped about that. Side side note, do I need to watch the rest of the Fast and Furious movies together? Fuck no! There's no way! So am I just (laughs) going on this? I'm I'm excited then. Oh, man. Worst case, I have all eight of them. You're more than welcome to borrow them because we have digital copies. Okay. So If you're watching Fast and Furious for the plot, you're watching it wrong. I know, but but also, like, I'm not, but also I kind of like... Alright, the things that you'll need to know... um, The Rocks in the Universe, Jason Statham's in the Universe. They used to well they they were direct enemies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Rock used to be like the Rock used to be the the cop antagonist, right? Exactly. Yeah. And now he's not. And then he teamed up God, with the crew. I don't even crew. know any of this. The last Fast and okay. Furious movie I saw was Tokyo Drift. And I know there's a <laughs> Tokyo Drift. I know that there's. I know that there's. I know there's. You got five ones. movies to come out. That's okay. I'll I pass. also know there's I'm a good. there's a fan no, favorite character see. named Han. Uh, that uh, R.I.P. to Han. Yeah, okay, that doesn't drug. make it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he dead. Yeah, oh, rest of power, Han. I don't know you, but also I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, an actual person died. <laughs> oh, Paul Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, yes, wait, I bring knew. that up. So. That was that. That was hard to avoid because like that movie came out. <laughs> I had to bring it up. And then no, I know, but just Clarence is like she's the last one she saw was Tokyo Drift, and she's just like totally like taken by this. That's, whole what, that's actually fun fact. That's actually what made Seven better in my mind. Seven's great in its own. But it's kind of like all the stunts and everything. You're kind of thinking to yourself, Paul Walker might die in one of these stunts. Like, oh. as like a send-off. Oh, oh my god. That would have been so bad oh, if they did yeah. that. And That's... so it's kind of one of those things where you're just like, is this it? Is this the part? That kind of thing. And I so mean, it's... it's, it's so given, given the circumstances of his passing, that would have been 
It would have been real bad. bad. Okay, okay. if they had that yeah. happen. Yeah, that's but it was. Bad. It's it's just one of those things where you're, yeah. you don't want to think sure, about it. Sure, sure, sure. No, no, no. That's still my favorite. Fast okay. Five is great. Fast Five. Fast right. Five is great. Uh, but yeah, as I was saying, is you guys have taken all the ones until we talked before. So I don't have strong feelings about it, but I'm kind of excited about it. There's a movie called uh, The Art of Self-Defense. Yes, Jesse oh, Eisenberg. Jesse yeah, Eisenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely more of an indie movie, but it yes. is Jesse Eisenberg in an indie movie. Yeah. And it kind of harkens back to like Adventureland, Zombieland, mm, those mm, kind mm, of... Mm. But not as... It's not as funny. It's not going to be... There's, there's a little bit of funny to it, but it's definitely... Here's the plot as some, summed up in three sentences. A man is attacked at random on the street. He enlists at a local dojo led by a charismatic and mysterious sensei in an effort to learn how to defend himself. There you go. And that the guy who was attacked at random is Jesse Eisenberg. Um, I probably am going to see it now that I'm an A-list member. Hey, welcome. So, nice plug. Yeah, so now I might actually go see it. So, um, but yeah. So... Guys, girls, thank you. Any last thoughts? Um, no, I'm very excited uh, for the upcoming couple weeks of movies because Lion King. I have a lot of catching up to do. Yep. Uh, with Midsummer, and yeah. then of course Once oh, Upon God. a Time in Hollywood. So the yeah, next one is yeah. going to be overloaded with some. Are you going to see that by yourself? At this point, Midsummer. I don't, you mean? I don't think Kelly's going to go with me. Yeah. So Smart I woman. To, well, I don't know her, but Midsummer, Midsummer, right? Yeah. Midsummer. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I think I'm gonna have to. So long. I might, I might have to nut up and go. It's gonna be. There, Dave. Uh, Dave, you wanna go? I don't Dave. know. I wanna go. I told you guys I'd go. Only oh, if you hold my hand. Andre Mitchell and Mike Dave. You guys have to Girl, both hold my hands through, I, through I the scary the term parts. threesome. Yeah. Oh. Oh wow. 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 Okay. Am I encroaching on nice. your face? Nice. Yeah. Yes. It's just like Claire. What are you doing here? You guys need to hold my hands through the scary parts. Okay. All right, cool. How can we hold your hand when your hands are over your eyes? You're gonna have to grab. No, you gotta do it. You're. Oh, that, smart, scary you make movie the, the, the ears over, over the, the ears. That is exactly what I did when I was Ear a little must. kid. I hated, I hated loud noises. So yeah, I, would, like, put I can my watch hand a movie. Up. I just can't hear all the like sounds yep, yep, and like because yep. you know when it gets really silent, you're like, "Fuck, what's gonna yeah. happen?" Yep. Anyways, it's summer. Yeah, we're excited for so many different movies. Yeah. yeah. So by the next time, we might see all of the movies. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Be a long podcast. That'll do it for me, Mike. Claire. Mitchell. And Andre. We'll see you next time on Game for a Movie. Bye. Bye. Bye.